0: a Factual Data Creation Facility production. Welcome to the Straight from the Desk podcast, a podcast where I discuss but three things. Two are topical, while the last can be considered as flexible. So sit back and enjoy. If you like what you hear, click on that donation link which can be found within the show notes. Any donation will be appreciated. So, let's get started. How are you doing today? First up, fresh off brokering a diplomatic agreement in the Middle East between Saudi Arabia and Iran last week, Communist China has signed an economic agreement with neighboring Russia, part of the Friendship Without Limits Agreement the two former enemies signed last year. The terms of this new economic agreement so far haven't been disclosed. However, Russian President Putin announced a new energy pipeline from Siberia to China with the construction of it to start soon. China's President Xi also proposed a peace settlement between Russia and the country they have invaded, Ukraine. Again, the Biden administration seems to have been caught off guard, which begs the question, what the heck is the U.S. State Department focused on these days? Well, I think the answer to this question is DEI. DEI stands for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. In fact, I believe the whole of the current administration is distracted with this. That would explain its overall poor performance, foreign and domestic. Next, while listening to a tech podcast last week, I was treated to an interview with the European Union's technology privacy chief. This EU bureaucrat just couldn't keep the discussion on point, which was supposed to be about... Internet privacy. Instead, the chief kept steering the conversation towards climate change, or whatever they're calling it at the moment. I call it a means to impose more control and yet another way to tax the middle class. Continuing with EU bureaucrats, thanks to the No Agenda podcast, I heard a scam call placed to the head of EU's banking system. The call was made by two Russians who have scammed many government officials in the past. This time, they were posing as former U.S. National Security Advisor Zygnu Brzezinski. Though the conversation got increasingly silly, with the impersonator claiming he had bought Bitcoin and hoped he'd be able to spend it in the future, the oblivious EU banking honcho never realized she was being scammed. We did receive some interesting tidbits from this call, however. We learned that the digital euro will be announced on October 23rd of this year. We also learned that the digital currency will allow better control over the populace. We also learned that the petrodollar is losing its significance. Also this week was announced that the harbinger of digital currency stateside, the FedNow program, which aims to bypass banks and allow us peasants to bank directly with the Federal Reserve, will start phase one this July. Finally, well, this might be considered a tin hat conspiracy theory, but lately Those so-called conspiracy theories have been getting proven true. Journalist Kim Iverson, late of the news media show The Rising, which is part of the Hill Media Company, now has her own show available on YouTube. Ms. Iverson was, quote, let go, unquote, from The Rising the night before infamous Dr. Fauci, former head of the NIH, was to appear. Ms. Iverson was going to ask the hard questions and couldn't be convinced to do otherwise. This was before dear Dr. Fauci had yet to lose most of his credibility. Anyway, on one of her shows from last week, she stated that the three recently failed banks, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and Silvergate Bank, all had one thing in common. All three were big into cryptocurrency. The host then showed copies of a letter from four U.S. senators asking the Biden administration if these bank failures were engineered by government agencies and This was a continuation of an Obama administration action named Operation Chokepoint. That operation aimed to regulate the gambling and payday loan businesses out of existence. According to the Senator's letters, all three failed banks had regulatory pressure put on them prior to their collapse. As proof of her theory, Ms. Iverson pointed to the fact that all deposits of these three failed banks were covered by the ensuing taxpayer-funded bailout, even those that were above the $250,000 FDIC threshold, except crypto deposits. She then posits that with the U.S. implementation of a digital currency looming, competing digital currency cannot and will not be allowed to exist. The host made a compelling case here, but the thing that stood out the most in this report to me is the seeming continuation of an Obama-launched operation. If true, this points to evidence that the former president has gotten his coveted third term in office, and Biden is the puppet many think he is. But what do I know? I'm just an old peasant who's outlived his usefulness that happens to have access to a microphone and an internet connection. Before I wrap up, I have some questions I ask you. Is Trump going to be indicted or not? Also, Whatever happened to that U.S. drone that crashed into the Black Sea after an encounter with a Russian fighter jet? Or how about the catastrophic train derailment in Ohio? It appears our corrupt media wants the U.S. public to forget about these things. Well, that'll do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can always send comments, suggestions, or complaints to sftdpod23 at gmail.com. Also, I have another podcast called the OFNT Podcast, Old Fart, New Tech. Why don't you give it a listen? Take care. I'll see you next time.